So I just got back from the doctor. And you know, I don't, I don't, um, so I, I do have insurance. Is this a bit that you're doing? No, this is real. So I, so I have, uh, you know, I have insurance through the ACA, which I guess is going to go away. But my local doctor stopped taking insurance and now she just does this thing where you just pay her like 90 bucks a month and then you can kind of like see her whenever you want. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And uh, so I, <clears throat> I had to go in there for just my routine checkup. And, you know, and so I'm I'm paying that fee and that covers my labs too, right? Did they do anything about that huge lump on uh on your neck? All right. Between your shoulders. I'm glad that you're having fun with this, but I'm just trying to be serious for a second. Okay, sorry. So um so you know, that covers my labs, so I get in there and they're <laughs> running all kinds of tests. They're mm-hmm. taking my blood. Uh, you know, I pee in the cup. Um mm-hmm. They, uh, she's like, like weirdly, like measuring me all over. Very strange. But she's got all the tools out, you know. Like you'll see them, like in a TV show. It's like scalpel, you know, clear, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So she's doing all this kind of stuff on me, and I'm there for like four hours. Yeah, I'm there for a really long time. I thought I was going to be able to get lunch after, and there was just no way. Like it was practically dinner time uh, when I got out of there. Uh, so, so I get back and, uh, you know, before I even get in the door, they're calling me on the phone, which, and like my heart stops, you know, like I'm really nervous because <clears throat> I don't know what, I mean, I was just in there for a normal checkup. So yeah, I figure maybe they're calling me a prescription in or something. I, mean, I need to get on some vitamins. I mean, I'm like tired at this point, so I'm sure my blood sugar was low after being in there forever. I hate that man. When you go in and they do your, like, uh, do your heart rate and then you're all nervous because they're doing your heart rate. So it's like, it's just going to go up. Yeah. You got to sneak up on me and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till I'm asleep and get my heart rate. <clears throat> I have a really good sleeping heart rate that you need to check out. But anyways, so they call me. I'm really nervous. Um, and so they um, they ask if they can uh, fax me over some results. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a fax machine. So I have to go down to my mom's house. She's still got the fax machine hooked up. So I get down there. I'm just I'm waiting on tenter hooks, just waiting for the, um, the results to come over the fax line. You know, so it like goes, you know, does a little fax machine thing. And uh, and and they're waiting on the phone with me still at this point because they they want to talk to me. They want to talk me through it. And I'm like, it's like a legit thing that happened. Or yeah, okay, yeah. I'm really worried, um, about what it could be about you know i mean i'm not the healthiest guy in the world i'm 29 i'm overweight um i look bad um but I, i'm okay I, mean, I i eat decent you know like i'm uh-huh. i don't have like diabetes or anything you know like not that it's somebody's fault if they have diabetes is it i no. is it i don't think so i don't know <laughs> i'm not an expert on this i just look i'm saying i'm just i i don't know what it could be about and I get the I get the paper, and I'm I'm reading it out loud, and like I'm worried my mom's gonna faint because she's there just watching. She's with me the yeah, whole time. So I mean, uh, so it was it was pretty trippy, um, to be honest with you. I'm I'm still not over it, but anyways, I'll just. Uh, so I'm looking at the paper, and it says that I'm I am considered in the 99th percentile for. My demographic, you know, men my age, 
mm-hmm. um, my race, all that kind of stuff, um, for having a big stinky butt. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and the worst part is is that there's a crack in it, and now i got to get a new one. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone. Hey. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast for all the time that you did today. Well, it's only been... And... It hasn't been that long, probably. And to show our appreciation... For you, for you, we are offering you the opportunity to go to iTunes right now and rate and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, what are the odds that they're not subscribed, though, if they're listening to this? Very low. Very- Extremely low. Less than 1%. So give us a star rating or, or, or don't. Um, tell us to go fuck ourselves. No, no, we no, no. Really no, no we, actually, we do care. It's very important that you do that. We're trying to become legitimate. We want to become big time stars. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to do this thing legit. You know, um, we're trying what we're trying to do. We're trying to be uh, the next uh, Johnny Podcast. That guy that everyone's familiar with, popular podcast guy. Yeah, Big Johnny. It's a shame he took his own life there. <laughs> well, hopefully that'll be us someday. Hey, if we get if we get some reviews in. Yeah, so check us out on iTunes, guys, and leave us a review. Hey, why not? Uh, why not make it six stars instead of five stars? Yeah. Or is that too much? I think it's too much. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Kickstarter Sucks, episode 14. Could it possibly be 14 already? Seems like it seems like just yesterday we did episode 13. It honestly seems like we have done 10,000 of these. It, we probably have and just have uploaded maybe 14 of them. That's true. But you know those people who have been doing it for like maybe a decade now, like This American Life or uh, Marin or something like that? Yeah, like people who have, have literally done thousands and thousands of hours of audio yeah how are they still doing it why you don't think that so you don't think that we're gonna do it for 10 years what's your long what's your ltr what's your or long what's your long-term plan here for the well i'm about to turn 30 and once you turn 30 then you're out of the game for good yeah out of the podcast game if you don't have a number one starting podcast when you turn 30 you're never gonna have it oh jesus so i'm 32 oh boy well i'm looking for a new co-host guys (laughs) preferably somebody young lots of energy i got energy you do yeah like right now i'm gonna energetically introduce this this segment you're blowing me away right now. It's called... It's like a new man. It's called the Six Pack. Jesse, play that theme song. Mike, that was incredible the way that you did that. Yeah, so that was the Six Pack theme, and Jesse, for... You might not know this, but 
the six pack is where we find six kickstarters and we talk about them say why they're good why they're bad um why they're maybe uh neither good nor bad how am i doing so far with the energy thing uh your levels are almost too high okay i'll try to try to try to keep it down a little back bit. it off just a little <laughs> bit why don't you start us off first how about that okay buddy uh, the first thing I want to talk about right here is a web series. Hey, you know what? The great thing about series is, is sometimes they're on TV and sometimes they're on the web. Yeah, if it's on TV, I'm not watching it. Because you don't even own a TV. Oh, I, own, I own a couple of TVs. Oh, ooh. Um, exactly how many TVs do you own? I own two TVs. <laughs> All right, not as impressive as maybe I'd hoped. <laughs> yeah, but you can still say, if somebody ever asks you, you can say, you can you can say TVs instead of TV, and that blows people away. So like, wow, are they actually? Because one of the trippy things is now a lot of TVs. Three now, TVs. I lied. I forgot about one. Well, now your integrity's out the window. I know. Now you don't believe me. Oh man. But like you know, a lot of TVs nowadays are just monitors. They're not even TVs. Holy shit. Is that one that you have in your workroom an actual TV, or is it just a monitor? It's a TV. It has it's a, a smart TV. It has a tuner in it? It's the Roku smart TV. It doesn't have the tuner. I think it has to have a tuner in it to be considered a TV. No, it doesn't. None of these TVs have tuners. Shut up, bitch. Well, don't. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, can you plug an antenna into it and get television? Yeah. Well, then yeah, it does the, have a the tuner. HD, the HD uh, antennas or whatever. You don't have to say HD like you're some kind of grandma who just heard of. Wow, that's what they're called. I got one of those for the living room TV. Antenna? um, Now I can pull in like 17 fucking gospel channels. Yep. And a channel that shows like all westerns. Mm Mm-hmm. And a channel that shows just Mama's Family. The Mama's Family channel. So it's a good investment for like 30 bucks. Now I get like all the TV I can ever want. I I can't get NBC over here. Yeah, we couldn't either. I, uh, that's why I got it because uh, Sarah likes to watch SNL. Yeah, and instead of waiting like a day after to watch it on mm-hmm. Sunday on Hulu, which is brutal. Um, I was like, maybe we could just pull it in live, but uh, we just can't fucking get it for some reason. NBC in our area requires a directional antenna, so you have to get one of those big uh, roof mount boys. It's garbage. Well, once you get up there while you're fixing your gutters. Why don't you fuck off and read the rest of this fucking thing? <laughs> okay, I'll fuck off. Well, this is a web series. You're currently not able to get this even with a big antenna, but you can just go on to your online web space and check it out. And it's called A Beard Grows in Brooklyn, a single-take hipster web series. So, uh, boy, just like a gut punch reading that every time. Uh, so this is uh, Hipsters in New York City which I don't know how they found enough of them to <laughs> constitute a whole uh, cast of a web series. But this is this this actually takes another heaping spoonful of diarrhea and ladles it over the top by making it a single take. Oh, it's a single take that's web right. series about... About being a hipster in Brooklyn, New York. And that's good. That's good. It's hard to imagine this being any more annoying unless it also like charged your phone. What is it? So, what is it about? It's a it's a web series about some people. 
two pairs of roommates, Johnny and Nolan and Lauren and Athena, as they stumble through strange side jobs and seek validation from the wrong people, all while arguing about Aristotle, Ikea, avocado toast, taxes, yoga, think tanks, umami, dating, word choice, and death. And that's just the first episode. Oh boy. (laughs) And these are 30 minute long episodes filmed in a single continuous take. Hmm. Well, it just sounds uh, even better as you you keep adding more to it. That's cool. What about the enormous headshots of all the actors in it? Would that interest you at all to see the massive headshots of these actors? And they're all like super hot wayfish dudes and like fucking the normal chick, super hot chick. So you you think the guys are really hot, but you didn't really <laughs> the chicks were just normal to you. Yeah. It's uh it's all these like s- super strong Chiseled. guys with like perfect lips and these old whores. <laughs> <laughs> that they dragged out of the swamp. <laughs> All right. Well, so they want to. They want fifteen grand for one thirty-minute episode. Of they got it though, right? They didn't get completed. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, they got it. <laughs> they got it. They got um. All the levels are so annoyingly named. What are they called? The $3,000 level is Beard as Ironic Patriarchal Folk Art. Folk art. Too much. Uh, $1,000 is Photographed for Humans of New Amsterdam. Mm. Actually, I don't even get what that means. $500 is the Adult Art Toys label. $250 is the Fixed Gear Tricycle level. These are funny. $100 is Chopping Your Own Wood. $50 is Discover a Superfood. You got flannel. You got single origin coffee. This so is, This is more of the stuff that you can expect out of your $15,000 for 30 minutes. All these people uh, launched their web series. They all got super famous, uh, and then they all died. So rip to them. Sucks. Um, but at well, least we have a web series out of it. At least we have a web series where, you, look at this, you get a... If you're at that $3,000 level, you get a creative process bike tour of the set. <laughs> what the fuck? What? You, you also get a private vintage clothing photo shoot. Oh, boy. You get a GIF created by the cast on set. Holy shit. A home-cooked dinner with, like, really trendy people. And, a, and a, okay. an authenticated hipster certificate. Is that cool to you? Yeah, that's really cool. All right, let's play the video. I don't know if it's good. Let's just play it. Hello. My name is Luca Glinsky, and I'm the writer and creator of A Beard Grows in Brooklyn. Please enjoy this taste of our surrealist odyssey through the land of hipsters. Startup for small batch opinions. And you guys are the co-founders? Yeah. yeah. What's your pitch? Well, we just gave it to you. 
Yeah. Like it's self. Tired of reading something and you think your parents can skip to the place where are you ready to explain why do I have to wait through this whole body of our diverse team? Just to try to understand what the author is trying to say. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. This is a single take promo as well. Lots of uh, string lights. A lot of string lights. This is the largest apartment. I've ever seen by I mean, I think we're more extorted <laughs> by the food industry. Now, now this should all look familiar. Pay them more money to yeah. not put things in your. Is that right? Food? What do you That's call right. it? Let's skip ahead. Wow, there it's just people talking in their white wall apartment. All right, so this is not good. Not good. Um, it sucks. It got sixteen grand, so they got it. I hated that opening in the fucking video where the guy was like, oh, I didn't hear you come in there or whatever. Like that that old thing. Yeah, that horse shit. People try to like be like false cleverness or whatever. Yeah. But, oh, it's so annoying. The what the, the this is this project is essentially these kids um being ironic about being a hipster. Yeah, but also but also just, they are they're like a bunch unbearable. of douchebags making <laughs> art movies. In Brooklyn for free, so fuck those guys. Anyways, I'm sure they're nice though. Um, hey, what I got for you? You ever ride? You ever riding your bike? No, there, as you right? know, I can't ride a bike. That's right. That's right. Jesse does not know how to ride a bike. Twenty nine years old. I mean, I know how. Like intellectually, I understand the process by which I would ride a bike if I were God. so inclined. I don't understand. I don't understand how you're. How you're. How you don't. You just never got around to it, or what? What did you do when you were a kid? Um, I rode uh, ATVs and go karts and shit like that. Jesus, he moved on to like motors when all those kids were using our feet. Yeah, like suckers. That's, that's nuts. Um, well, Jesse, something that people used to do back in the day was they would put a playing card on their spokes mm-hmm. and make their make their bicycle sound like a motorbike. Sounds like a good way to ruin a playing card. Yeah, well, if you're old, that's what you care about. But this is called spoke cards. Um, <clears throat> basically, what it is, it, it's uh, uh, the same exact thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Introducing spoke cards, a new take on a bicycle classic. Give your kid's bike the sound of a chopper in a cool design. So it's it's like... The same shit, but pre-made for you. They're made out of rubber, and they have, like, designs printed on them. Like, you can get a baseball card, the American flag. But presumably the baseball card wouldn't be an actual player, and it definitely wouldn't be your favorite player. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I, I really don't see the demand for this, but uh, 68 hours to go on this. No, no funds raised yet, but maybe somebody sees some kind of uh, value in this product. That does not seem like the worst one we've had on here at all. And you, you, you don't think it is? I don't you, think you... it's. I don't think it's the worst one we've had. It's kind of. It's like innocuous, right? It's like some guys. It's hard project, to get mad about it, but it doesn't. It's who needs this? I mean, it's it's useless. Nobody needs this. Nobody needs to make this. Yeah, a, a replacement for something we all have 
with uh, with using as as much fossil fuels in its creation as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's a, it's um, kind of like the smalt thing where uh, you're smalt. Solving... We talked about on our bonus episode. Oh yeah, 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 the smart salt shaker. Yeah, where you're you're creating like a solution to a problem that doesn't exist, and you're using like more resources. A staggering amount would. of resources <laughs> to solve that problem. It's the same exact thing, and that is is mind boggling to me. But somewhere, someone is like digging up silicon from the earth and yeah. turning it into a smart salt shaker. Good world that we live in. And you know, millions of years ago, dinosaurs died, and their bones were compressed over time into the the wonderful fossil fuels that we use today to power our cars. And also, sometimes, they get turned into rubber playing cards that we put on our bikes. I'm going to be a playing card. It's a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Well, I'm dying, but uh, at least, you know, in a couple million years, yeah, uh, 80 million years, I'll be turned into... Some plastic, and I'll sit on some guy's uh, dining room table. I'll be part of a smart salt shaker. So that's cool. That's kind of cool, right? Do you ever think that maybe the dinosaur who got turned into the shitty rubber playing card and the bicycle spokes could get to like look up and see the shitty plastic seat that was made from another dinosaur, and they kind of like wink at each other, like eh, yeah. that's a cool thought. What do you think you're going to be when you die? You're going to turn into something. You mean my my soul or my my corporeal remains? They have those things where you can uh, they like put your ashes and you can make it be a tree or something like that. You see that? You can make yourself be a tree. Yeah, like you can plant your dead your dead self, and it'll it'll spring up a tree. Oh, okay. That uh, would be great because then when the tree dies, you have to, you get to mourn again. Yeah, it's always fun. I don't want that to happen to me. Well, they're coming to chop the dad tree down today. <laughs> Lightning struck him, and he just never was the same after that. Um, There's aphids in my dad. What a bummer. What a bummer. I hope they shoot me out of a cannon like Johnny Depp did to Hunter S. Thompson. That would be cool. They're pretty sick. Because you know they still got that cannon, right? Yeah. Like now I, I got this cannon. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. It's one of those things where it's like I've got all I've got this cannon, I've got no dead bodies to put in it. So that's where we come in. That's where we come in. With our patented rubberized dead body plant. And we just turn out these dead bodies made of rubber and then you can shoot them at your friends and It's gonna be so bad when I die. Not for me. Because I'll be you know in heaven. I'll of be course. dead. Um but for everybody else I think. Everybody's gonna be super sad. You especially. <clears throat> yeah, sometimes when you drive away from here at night, I think, I hope he doesn't <laughs> die. I will really miss him. Um, So from, you know, uh, card spokes to uh, mysteries of life and death. I think we covered it. That's the episode. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> no, Mike, there's still so, more, so much oh, more to shit. talk about. Uh, the one I want to talk about here is it's called gravity. It's the weighted blanket. I saw this for sleep, stress, and anxiety. So let me just get this out of the way. I can remember being a kid, 
uh, a stupid kid or a young adult who just didn't know anything and not understanding what depression and anxiety were. Um, because, you know, I grew up smart. I'm stupid now, but I, as a kid, I was smart. And I really did feel like, well, if you, you know, you use your brain enough, you can just like talk yourself in and out of whatever you want. You control your own emotions. And that's obviously false. Um, I have depression and anxiety and I can't get myself to stop feeling that way when I'm in a rut or I'm feeling really anxious or whatever. So I've learned to not dismiss how other people experience those emotions because I know that if someone tried to tell me that I wasn't feeling anxious when I was, there would be no way to explain to them that I really am, right? It's just a part of your chemistry. Like, you can't get rid of it. So I don't want to make fun of this because it's a stupid idea that something like tactile like this would give you comfort if you were being depressed or whatever. What I want to point out is this is a $2 million blanket. <laughs> That's kind of what I want to get at. Um, I would they've, need, they've raised $2 million of the proposed. Right. They've raised $2 million of only $21,000. Jesus Christ. So this is a runaway success. It's a weighted blanket engineered to be 10% of your body weight to naturally reduce stress and increase relaxation. So I want to throw out the word naturally there because there's nothing natural about a blanket. Yeah. It didn't come off a blanket tree. <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense. I looked at this man and I, I was like, initially I was like, this is a good idea, but only because I like having some pressure on me when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like I I'll, do too. I'll put like a pillow on my back or something like when I'm laying on my side. Yep. And maybe that is like, because at a core level... <clears throat> you know, you you don't want to feel anxious. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's good to be heavy. And I guess until now, the problem was anything sufficiently heavy would also be extremely hot. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what the deal. See, is. I don't get I don't get how they solve that problem. Yeah, where they, um, but this is a smart blanket, right? I don't think it's actually even smart. I just think it's heavy. <laughs> it's just extremely. It's got a bunch of metal in it. No, it's not true. But you you pick how so it's the 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 hook is that you pick what weight of blanket you need based on how uh, fat a piece of shit you are. Yeah, but it only goes up to twenty five pounds. So if you if you're like more than what's this two hundred plus two hundred plus that's good. I like how they were like fifteen pounds and then they have right. like a weight limit, and then twenty pounds and they have like a weight limit between these two weights. Then twenty five pounds they're like. 200 plus pounds. Anything anything over that. Well, the the 400 pound guy is not going to get a 75 pound blanket. <laughs> Although that would be cool. We need to come out with a 75 pound blanket. I like that idea. Just steal this guy's idea except for... Make it heavier. Way heavier. <laughs> under the... You're not going to be able to get out of this thing. Under the assumption that, you know, it's like... This is going to kill you. We're just going to turn it up to 11. Yeah. Let's see you get depressed when you're dead. Suck. This is going to crush the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> the steamroller. Um, I guess one thing I don't know about this is is what are, what's the like I I'm okay. You got me on board with buying a bl- a blanket based on how heavy I am, but I want to I want the blanket to fit my bed. You think it's all one size or what? I don't know. It says uh, you you got you've only got one color, space gray. 
Um, no. Will this be made for queen and king size beds? We, we may very well expand the sizing for our stretch goal. So this is Just one size. This is two million dollars for a blanket that will not fit your bed. That's cool. It's forty-eight inches by seventy-eight inches. So I don't know what 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 size is that. Uh, forty-eight by seventy. Forty-eight by seventy-eight. You just pull that up. What size is that? Let me do the let me do the math here real quick. Hang on, I got my calculator. You don't need to use a calculator. Just do it in your head. Oh yeah, well I got it. I got it in my head here. Um. 48 by... All right, bitch. You know what? I'll just do it since you're you're taking way too long. Well, I was getting to it, but you're impatient, so... So 48 by 78. Um, a full or a double size bed is 54 by 75. So... Weird dimensions for this bed. This blanket, I mean. Weird dimensions for a blanket to not fit that even. Yeah, 54 by 75. And what did I say it was? 48 by 78? Yeah, but the dimensions <laughs> don't match up. That's so stupid. 48 inches by 78. And the other thing is, is generally you want it to be bigger than the bed. Yeah, I've done that before where I've gotten a um, king-size blanket comforter. That's exactly the size of the bed. <laughs> for the uh, for the queen bed I have. So I'll get a king-size. Right. Just so you have some extra so you're not pulling... So if you have a so if you have a twin bed, this is great for you. <laughs> and I do. And that's what I sleep on. My wife and I sleep on the twin bed. So if you're under two hundred pounds and you sleep on a twin bed <laughs> This is for children. This is a great this is a great product for you. This is for children with anxiety. Well that's great, but how about when you grow up and you still hate yourself? Mm. What do you do then? You're fucked. You get a job. Uh <laughs> In like retail or something. The, the, I guess, you know, like I said, I, I I wouldn't even rule out buying this if they made it in the appropriate size because I like the idea. I, I like a heavy blanket. But the other thing is, is you can just use more than one blanket. Yeah. And sort of take it. You can just have some, hey, look, here's an idea. If you think this, this sounds good, me and Jesse will come to your house and we'll lay on top of you in bed. How's that sound? Yeah, if you have a twin, I'll come over. And if you have a king, me and Mike will both come over and hold we'll hands. come over and we'll lay on top of you and your wife. <laughs> and we'll just all go to sleep like that. <laughs> Only come in one color. But other than that, I think you'll be pretty much set. Two, um, two million bucks on this, man. That's nuts, man. 24 days to go. So it'd probably get to $48 million. This one I have is, is has already been uh, funded. And it's, I guess, in production now. They raised four hundred thousand dollars for this. That's nothing compared to the blanket. <clears throat> well, it's not a contest. Um, this is called a the light phone. The light phone. It's a credit card sized cell phone designed to be used as little as possible. The light phone is your phone away from home. It's a basic phone with a you know one through nine, one through zero number pad, um, and a fucking display and that's it it's made for people who are looking at their phones too much i don't know anyone like that and you could still get calls i guess does um, it is it an actual phone or does it link up with your phone yeah it links up with your phone i think through bluetooth but it it, it um no it has a sim card slot 
the, so this is a legit pre, phone. It's a prepaid GSM cell phone that works independent of your carrier. So it's not even it doesn't even it's not even on the same plan. Not like Bluetooth. It's a it's a it's a phone. It's just a phone. Just a phone. That doesn't do anything. That's designed to It comes preloaded with minutes, a SIM card and an app to use with your existing phone. So I guess you can forward the number. It uses its own number, making a great backup phone. With our I don't app, understand you can, what this with is. our app, you can forward the calls you want to receive from from your existing number, making it feel like an extension of your other phone. So it's uh, it's a phone. It's a prepaid phone. It's a prepaid minimal phone, but you also have to have your other phone anyway. I can't understand the point of this. Look, I'm obviously too tired to figure this out. I cannot get it. I can't get it because I've seen phones that do the Bluetooth thing. Yeah. Or it's like uh, this is just like a like a real stock looking phone that you can take with you and you'll link it up with the other phone. But this this purports to do both. Yeah, this is a, um, a phone independent of your other phone and you can forward calls <laughs> from your main phone to this phone. What the benefit of this is, I'm not entirely clear. Why wouldn't you just put your phone on silent? Because it seems like if it has a SIM card slot, <clears throat> you could just pop out your SIM and take your number and your contacts and everything. And put it on this And put this on this dumb new phone. phone. On this yeah. dumb phone. Then there's no forwarding necessary. Yeah. But I think it, in case you don't want to have calls, I think you can select certain people you want calls from to go through to this other phone. And that's the purpose of the app. But I don't, why wouldn't you just ignore the calls you don't want to get and just answer the calls you do want to get and still have that, that one phone? This is so stupid. Hey, it's not stupid, man. It raised uh, 400,000 buckaroos. So, God damn it. Now who's stupid? Still the phone. Oh, yeah. 100 bucks. Base price, you'll get a... And it comes with minutes on it, but it also has a SIM card. It also has a SIM card, so... Your guess is as good as mine. I don't think this sounds good, personally. I, I would never use it. What does the phone look like? Does it look... <clears throat> it's a little... um, well, candy bar style phone? Yeah, it's a candy bar style slab phone with, uh, like I said, just it's completely white, basic 1 through 9 number pad. Okay. A uh, little LCD display. Yeah. Just displays whatever, you know, the time and whatever number you're calling at the moment. Um and that's it. It doesn't look like they have an actual product at this point. These all seem to be renders. They um they do. Oh, okay, I see that. So I like I like the here, way it looks. Up here. Yeah, it looks nice, right? It looks cool. It's minimal, sleek, a uh, little white phone. But uh the concept behind it and behind uh getting it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Maybe it's useful for other people. I have no idea. I mean, so this is, it's, okay, so imagine the jitterbug. This is the jitterbug for a new generation. It's the jitterbug for millennials or uh, Silicon Valley people. They they just, I mean. The millennial jitterbug. I don't know, man. My thinking is just, if you don't want to be bothered, just turn your phone off. If only it were that easy. Oh, <laughs> Do you feel like you look at your phone too much? Yeah, of course. Everybody does. We're all tied to these fucking things. I bet some people don't. I bet they have really happy lives. 
You think so? Man, this is a depressing episode. No, I think know? this is. I think people will like uh, the part where we sound like we're on the brink of suicide the whole time. <laughs> I think people will like that. Yeah. Um, no, I do look at it uh, every day. It's the first thing I look at because I got to see the. I got work emails. The first thing you see in the morning and the last <laughs> thing you see at night is your phone. It legitimately is. It used to be your That's wife's sick. face. That's sick, dude. It is. It's addiction. It is actually. We are addicted to it. I don't want to sound like I'm on Black Mirror or some shit, but we are addicted to our cell phones. I think everybody's fantasized about going to live in the woods. I'd like to do that, but I would also like, I would also like there to be internet there. So, yeah, because you gotta it's have high. you gotta have porn. I mean, you one gotta, caveat. Yeah, I can't. What am I gonna jack off to a, a leaf or something? Yeah, ooh, I love the leaf. Ooh. I could still do it, but it would be hard. Yeah, I mean, My dick it, would be because you see that hot leaf. <laughs> The woods don't hold any appeal for me. I think I'd rather go like live on the beach, just be a beach bum, you know, like be like a Matthew McConaughey character. I want you. I'm going to give you some homework, JF. Right. Okay. I want you to watch this documentary called uh, "Alone in the Wilderness" by a guy named Dick Prenicky. Go home and watch it. Leave the studio tonight and go home and watch it, <laughs> and uh, tell me what you think. Okay. Great. It's uh, about this guy who. Went to live in Alaska and he built a cabin with his fucking bare hands and it shows, <clears throat> you know the 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 documentary stuff, um, Bear Grylls and um, yeah, who's the other guy? The other guy is actually better than Survivor that. Man. Survivor Man, where they do like they set up the camera and then they get themselves like walking by and then they go back and get the camera and then they just cut that out. Right. Uh, this guy did that in like the sixties or seventies or whatever. He um, really great. It's a great documentary. You should check it out. So this is not the one where that jackass went up there and died in a bus. No, that was alone. What was that one? What was that one? Oh, shit. <laughs> was that the same one? Alone? In... No, it's the guy who wants he, he wants to like hang out with bears or whatever. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, didn't the... Uh, who who played him in that movie? What, what, what's, the, what's the guy in Stand By Me who died of an overdose? Uh, old Overdose Jim. His name. I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Stand By Me? Um, yeah. River uh, Phoenix? River Phoenix. Now you're talking Didn't about Joaquin Phoenix play the guy who went up to Alaska and died? No. No. Was it, Jude, was it Jude Law? No, it's somebody else. I forget who it was. Come on, it was. No, it wasn't. Well, who do you think it was? Some turd. You're always saying that. You're always saying it was a turd. Pretty sure it was Jude Law. No, it was Alone in the Wilderness. Dick Prenicky. The guy's name. Check him out. I don't know. I don't know the other. I don't know the other. I don't know the other movie. I think I watched it. He ate some poison or something because he was out of food. And then he died. Christopher McCandles. Yeah. Is the guy's Candless. name. I thought it was Candless. Christopher McCandless. You know, whatever. I, I don't. Whatever. Is that dude. what you. We. I'm not going to get into a fight with you unless you want to. I googled guy who died in Alaska. You got a bunch of Timothy Treadwell results. The bear guy. Remember that guy? Oh, is that a different guy? Timothy Treadwell was the the bear whisperer guy who got eaten by a bear. And like the video camera recorded him oh, getting yeah. eaten and shit. Like screams. And... Into the wild is that? Yeah. Into the wild uh, where that kid died. Anyway, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Terrific. 
So the last one I've got on here, this one was really special to me when I first saw it because I know that sometimes when we like try to explain the concept of our show or the blog or, or we're just like riffing for some reason, the thing that will come to mind and come out of our mouths often, maybe you remember this is sometimes we'll say a smart toaster, like as a, um, I don't want not MacGuffin. That's not the word I'm looking for, but like a, like an imaginary thing that is the punchline, but also sums up the whole your yeah. Kickstarter sucks ethos, which is, you know, we make these devices that have no reason for existing. Just because we can. Just because we can. Doesn't mean we should. Just to make a buck. Um, they're, they're facile. They're unnecessary. They uh, are often extremely overcomplicated and overengineered. And this is such an example. This is the toasteroid. The toasteroid. It is literally a smart toaster. It's the first app-controlled smart image toaster. So it's not just a Bluetooth-connected toaster or Wi-Fi-connected toaster where you can uh, put a couple of slices of bread in in the morning, and then on your way home from work, you can push the down button and it'll toast. And then when you walk out the door, you've got two pieces of perfect toast waiting for you. <laughs> Although that's extremely funny as an idea, and I'm sure you can do that with this. But the main point of this is to, uh, you know, sometimes people will see like uh, like Jesus and their Cheerios or something. Mm-hmm. That's what this is, is you can draw on it and it will it'll burn s- the messages into the toast. It'll just etch it. Etch it right onto the toast. Which you might think, well, hey, doesn't that just mean <laughs> the message part is toasted and then the rest of the bread is not toasted? And isn't that like uh, a really bad way to eat toast? And you're right. <laughs> you you have, with one thought, totally dismantled this stupid uh, product. Okay. But you can do all kinds of stuff on there. Believe it or not, this comes out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard that. But according to the copy here, it's not just a toaster. Hmm. Or- I thought it was just a toaster. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. An ordinary toaster turns bread brown, and that's the only thing a toaster can do. These people don't seem to know what a toaster is. It doesn't turn it brown. It doesn't turn it brown. It toasts the bread. <laughs> that's what I, you know, it's that's in why the it's name of the toaster. <laughs> I keep putting this bread in the box. And it comes out brown. I throw it away. I'm going through like eight <laughs> loaves a day trying to... It just keeps coming out brown. It's the damnedest thing. Breakfast but, will never be the same again. It says, says. Toasteroid can be your personal oh, wow. weather forecaster, <laughs> private messenger, and doodle pad. Wow. <laughs> Finally, a new doodle pad. It can do all of the above with simple commands from your smartphone and still make the most perfect piece of toast you've ever had. God damn it. God damn these people. The stretch goal for $200,000 is an added adjustable dial where you can adjust brownness levels and you can start the toasting cycle without your smartphone. So they have to get to $200,000 to make this a fucking actual toaster. (laughs) And they were short by 13. If they had had $13,000 more, you would actually be able to use this like a normal toaster. This is kind of cool because in the morning when I'm rushing around and trying to get uh, my sundress or Sarah's trying to get sundressed or I'm trying to feed the dogs or something like that. The thing that the number one thing that I'm wishing that I had was more time to uh, fuck around making toast. 
<laughs> and like just doodling on toast. Yeah, it looks like the the coverage for this is people that are in on the gag. Um, you know, the let's see, Mashable says Toasteroid makes breakfast <clears throat> conversation a thing of the past. Uh, Mega Tech News, our favorite website, of course, it says it's a gag gift and a damn good one. So these these guys, are, I guess, are in on the joke. But um, here's a funny fucking joke. They got almost two hundred grand for this piece of shit, and the idea is that you draw on the bitch, you write "good day" on your app. <laughs> you write you write "good day" on your phone and give it to your husband, and he looks at it and he smiles, and that's the entire. And in in this picture, I gotta look. I gotta have. I gotta get my lunch hat on. Okay, here's time. This is called lunch beef. I'm getting here's my lunch beef with this guy. New stuff. Shit, a new segment. Okay. New segment. This is lunch beef. This motherfucker right here is at work eating lunch. Here's what he's got for his lunch. He's got his open laptop right in front of him. Next, Ooh. next to that, he's got his uh, large cup of extremely creamy espresso, which of course we all have for lunch. And then he's got a sandwich. Looks like tomato, cheese, lettuce. Not sure on the meat. On toast. Wrapped in some butcher paper. Is that how you eat your toast? Wrapped five, in butcher paper? Five hours after the fact? <laughs> this Man, guy's lunch is fucked. Now this is good toast. Now to just dip it in my big cafe Americano and get into lunch. This is like the, um, what was the thing that we had last week? Um, AIDS. Well, we have that every week, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how that goes. Um, no, the, the spoons, the, uh, edible spoons that we did. The edible week, spoons. Same kind of concept where it'd be funny, like one time, mm-hmm. it'd be funny exactly one time and then never again. Yeah. It would be what you would, uh, you would draw a penis on there. <clears throat> yeah. Like a very rudimentary penis and balls. Somebody would hack your toaster and just draw, yeah. uh, penises. Like they do with those construction signs. Yeah. That's good. Also, the toaster is enormous. I mean, this thing is fucking huge. It's the squeeze Louise, where you sit in in the middle of your kitchen and it rotates and heats up and gets hot. <laughs> it legitimately is. They do have a miniature version, but you can probably not. You probably can't even fit like a whole weather forecast on one of those little pieces of shit. You, the 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 imagination is supposed to be the limit, not the size of your toast, your toaster. But anyways, it's it looks like it's like a hundred bucks. That that people love the idea of doing this. It it makes me wish I was dead. But let's play the video. Meet Toasteroid, a new kind of toaster that brings family and friends closer together. When was the last time you were this excited for breakfast? Probably when you were her age, or probably never. Look at those smiles. Has your breakfast ever been so enjoyable? With Toasteroid, she can design anything she wants on her toast while you're stuck with the same old boring piece of blah. Her mornings look magical while she waits in excitement for that golden brown crunch. So how do we do it? Inside Toasteroid's innovative and minimal design, the smart toasting system is powered by microfilament heating technology, but it can do so much more. 
Let your toes speak your mind with a smiley face or a like. Send a message to that special someone for a surprise. A superhero toast might be exactly what you need to power through the day. Each pop of toast is a surprise. There's video. excitement in every... Video just doesn't make it any more appealing. It's legitimately as big as a small television. <laughs> and it does two pieces of toast at a time. It only does two pieces of toast. Yeah, well, good luck fitting any more in there because it'll fuck up your drawings. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't... What's the go-to, like, outrageous... We can't say smart toaster anymore because it exists. Yeah. But what are we going to say now when we, we're, like... <clears throat> we're riffing about what this the stupid stuff. I don't know, man. Um... They've pretty much put a put Wi-Fi in everything. It's well, apparently the the, the bar t- is not very low, <laughs> high for, for the, the smart sock. Um, <laughs> yeah, smart. Okay, we can do smart sock until they come out with that. They probably already have. We just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> the Toasteroid is having some problems. If you want to click over on their comments, um, looks like these guys have not shipped the Toasteroid. Believe it or not, uh, looks like they they had their most recent issue they had was with lifting the toast out of the toaster. <laughs> Something that regular toasters have uh, had down pat for quite a while. Yeah, that's basically I would argue one of the two functions of a toaster <laughs> is toasting the bread and then uh, getting the bread out of the toaster. So they've got the. They've, it seems like they've got the toasting part down pat. If only you could just get the darn stuff out of there. Um, smart socks exist, by the way. Sensoria Smart Sock Fitness Tracker. But hey, we'll think of uh, something else. That's, that's is it actually good. a smart sock? Like it actually is like Internet of Things. I don't know. I can't see it right now. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it is. It's a uh... man. This is depressing. Yeah, it's a smart sock on Indiegogo. Really good. $115,000 for that. Anyway, sure, I'm sure it all worked out. Really good. Well, thanks to Toasteroid, they're never going to ship that thing because it's a big pile <laughs> of shit. But a great gag gift says ultratechsite.com. So. Um, along the same lines as the, the last one, this is called the Unplugged Box. And so what do you you think of when you hear unplugged box? Well, the unplugged box is um, a box that connects to your regular plugged-in box via Bluetooth. Wrong, dude. It all your box technologies. (laughs) The unplugged box is a uh, wooden box that you put your phone into. So So you can't use the phone? It, like, blocks your phone off and you can't use it? Well, there's no... It's not like a lock on it. It's just a. It's just a. Just closes around your phone. That's it. It's just a wooden box. And I feel bad busting on this uh, Kickstarter because the lady seems really nice. I'm reading her profile. It's by a lady named Adrienne Veeman. Adrienne is a fourth grade teacher who enjoys spending time with her two sons and husband at the beach. After having her first child, Adrienne. Noticed she spent more and more time on her cell phone. 
As time went on, she noticed it was not adding to her quality of life. Felt like she was missing out. Blah, blah, blah. This lady sounds sick in the head. So she came up with this idea for a wooden box that you put your phone in. And you close up the box. And uh, we suggest you turn off your phone daily and leave it inside. But you can start it. You can start small with 15 minutes at first. See if you can build it up to an hour uh, or two within a week. Um, so. And it's a box. It's a, it's 100% a box, man. Um, for $8, you get a small journal. Which, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. That's not even a box. Uh, $20 or more, you get a box. Okay. You get one a box. A $20 box. Well, um... Comes with a time log to keep track of how long you left your phone in the box. So that's cool. Um, so now instead of thinking about your phone and what's going on on your phone, what's going on in your apps, you can think about, you can obsess over how long it's been since you looked at your phone. <laughs> so you're just trading one for another. That's cool. Um, no, but this is like, there's different like reward tiers. Like you, you get a pack of playing cards, some dice, and a journal. And you're supposed to put the phone in this box and take out one of those other things. Like you get some cards, okay. um, as well as uh, take cards. Uh, take time to play games and reconnect with a loved one. That's never gonna happen. That's never. <laughs> never. I hate my loved ones. I think it would be funny to get insanely addicted to dice as a result of this. Carrying <laughs> your fucking you're dice everywhere, trading shaking. one obsession for another. $12,000. Man, that's really um, cool, though. You know what? I support her. $12,000 cool. I do, too. I think this is good. This is actually going not from the six-pack, but to your Kickstarter doesn't suck. I love you, Adrian. I love her, too. You're my wife now. She's my wife. Um, I mean, it's a good... First of all, it's a, it's a good idea because we do spend too much time on our phones. Yeah. But more importantly, it's a great scam because it's just a yeah. box. She got twelve so, grand out of it, so that's cool. Um. No, but, she didn't get. She didn't get twelve grand. She got one hundred ninety-eight dollars out of the twelve point five grand right. total. Thirty-two days to go, though. So okay, she's back in the sucks pile. Know. She you never. Know. She didn't pull the scam off, no, so she's back in the never sucks. Know. All right, everybody, go and buy this box now. Go, go buy the box for my wife, Adrian, and Jesse's wife, Adrian, <laughs> as well. All right. So that's the six pack. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Your Kickstarter sucks. The podcast. All right, we're back. We've got a little bit more time here uh, on the studio. We rented out specifically for this, so if you notice it sounds really good, it's because we rented a studio. Yeah, spare no expense. If it sounds bad, then there's, we we need to get a refund, so please let us know. And uh, so we're going to do the mailbag, and our mailbag's uh, segment is called That's Where You Come In. That's where you come in. wonderful theme today is provided by me i did it a long time ago i don't even remember what it sounds like i just put it in here and hopefully it's the right one so uh mike we've got a couple of things we want to share out of the old mailbag 
Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> you want to read them off, or do you want to you want me to do it? Would or you what? forget how to read? Um. No, I'll do it because if you're gonna you're yeah, gonna go crawl up my ass about it, then I'll just do it. Uh, Eugene O'Neill writes, "Is this the bonus episode? What the fuck?" Uh, he's commenting on the like little two minute thing that you put up. Yeah, well, Stephen Colbert shared with us his exclusive apology for his joke. Oh yeah, so you put up a bonus clip thing. Uh, well, I mean, Stephen helped me with it, obviously, because he was <laughs> he oh, was he, here. He, he was here. I talked to Stephen. Okay. What do you think of his original joke, by the way? What did he say? What did he say? Well, he said something about. Um, the implication was that Trump was sucking on Vladimir Putin's dong. That was the implication. I don't think he actually called him a cocksucker. I think he said he something. He said, How P- do you... you're Putin's cock holster, is what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. Cock holster? I think he said cock holster, which is like a convoluted, not very funny thing to say. Sounds like a Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, it really does. I think people are just running out of ways to insult him. <clears throat> Donald Trump, I mean. What's your favorite Trump insult? Um, Oh, Trump, for sure. That was funny. Um, that was good. It was really funny. I uh, like when people call him an orange Cheeto. Yeah, the Cheeto in chief. Man, that's good. I mean, this guy looks like a freaking orange Cheeto. They just don't have a lot to say about him. And he's easily the most... um, <clears throat> Like... He he's the guy who it's the easiest to make fun of in the world. Yeah, everything he has done has been an abject failure. Well, it's like everything he does is beyond parody, though. So you can't, that's true. You can't really uh, you can't really make fun of something that makes fun of itself. Like that, Anthony. I don't know how to say his last name. Anthony at Adamaniuk. Yeah, the guy who does the really spot on Trump impression. Yeah, and he did that that touring show where um, James Adomian would do Bernie and he would do Trump. And it was really, it was good. I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was good. Um, Stellar review. <laughs> five stars. And, uh, and there was that clip where he did something. And then later in the day, Trump did it word for word. Oh yeah. Where Trump is like, he's standing up there and he goes, Hey, I'm president. President. Can, Can you, you believe, believe it? it? And then, and then he does. He does the exact same. It's same day. He do, fucking does it. That's yeah. unreal. So it's, he um, really, he literally is beyond. But you can't. It's parody. beyond parody. It's it's insane. I mean, this guy's. I mean, look, this guy's a freaking orange Cheeto. <laughs> this guy looks like he, he was just dunked in the Cheeto tank. Hey, and what's up with that crazy hair? You know, his hair looks like like a mouse just crawled up on his head and died. Hey, man, his hair looks like. Uh, a wet freaking cat on crack. <laughs> I mean, let's be uh, let's be honest here. You'd have to be on crack to to <clears throat> decorate your house the way that guy decorates it. So you see all this gold everywhere. Yeah, I bet this guy probably thought if he put a bunch of gold stuff in his house, he'd become rich because he's such a freaking idiot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot more of these. Um, so no, I just looked. That- you said that holster. Let me. I got. I just to make to make sure we got this on point. Colbert said, "Um, oh fuck, I just hang on. Oh, the the only thing that Trump's mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's cock holster." I guess. I guess that's funny. I don't. I mean, it's not funny. It's not really funny, but at it all. is. It is a joke. 
It is a joke. <clears throat> Very clearly a joke. And it's not a joke at gay people's expense. Yeah. The 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 sucking on his dick part is just meant to be obviously like a subservience thing. I don't think it has anything to do with being gay. Yeah, but you're you're pointing out that I don't know. It's complicated, right? It, you're you're pointing out that that's bad to be to be gay. It's like calling someone saying saying someone's no, a I don't, fag. I don't view that. I don't no. I don't view it through that lens <laughs> at all. I think it. I think the point is, it is bad if you're going to be the leader of the free world to not be the alpha in the situation. I think what he's what would make him happy in an ideal world, Vladimir Putin would be sucking Trump's cock. I guess, man. So I guess, I guess. So if he whoever's would, sucking whoever's cock, I think it's fine. There's nothing uh, wrong with it. <clears throat> I just think he. I think that Colbert is imagining it's a, a world it's where it's a submissive act. Yeah, to to suck a, another man's penis. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. And and Colbert is saying, I think that Putin should be sucking Trump's penis. Trump needs to have his penis sucked as well. Well, who's sucking Colbert's penis? Anybody? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> there's just there's a lot of. Uh... Oh yeah. Well now who now who's now now no, but who's huh. he sucking on? No, who's he sucking on? Well, I guess so. At this point, he's probably sucking on the chairman of the SEC because yeah. he's going to be in trouble. He's going to be in trouble. So his mouth is now a cock holster, which is fine. Um, I don't know, man. Those jokes are always uh, steer clear. Always steer clear of those jokes. I think we've made some edgy jokes on here. I try not to. I try. I try to live the the straight and narrow, walk the line. Oh, you want to you want to live straight, huh? So you're saying anyone who's not living come, straight is doing bad. Come on, come you on. You walked right into that one. <laughs> uh, uh, Gegtick timed in to say, "Little bits like this are a great added premium content and a nice surprise on my podcast list." So yeah, why don't you tell that other guy who got all up in arms when I. Posted that Stephen Colbert thing. Yeah, gag tick. Tell that other guy. Uh, that other guy whose name we have both already forgotten. <laughs> you, why don't you go talk to him? Donnie Richardson says, uh, so a while ago... <clears throat> oh, this isn't even podcast related. A while ago, I donated to the GoFundMe for Mike to get a new car. Just wanted to know how the car is working out for you. Um, Kind of a brag by that guy. Yeah. I mean, thanks. I mean... <laughs> A, car, a tree fell in my car like two years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. And then John did a GoFundMe for it. And I, fa- I woke up in the morning. I saw all these donations and stuff rolled in. I thought that was really f- cool of people to do that. Even though I felt insanely bad about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, still feel bad uh, talking about it right now. Right now I can feel my hands uh, getting sweaty. Mm-hmm. And I can feel my face getting sweating that uh your dick's hard a back of my shirt i can feel that i'm just like not comfortable talking about it because it's well look you don't have to talk awkward. about i know you feel bad about it i feel bad that i pushed that tree on your car to this day <laughs> honestly i really do <laughs> well i feel bad don't beat about yourself it. up about it i really do i feel bad i wish i hadn't done it no the car's good i i went to carmax and i got the cheapest car they had for like ten thousand dollars yeah and um i put all the money, I think they raised like $5,000. Yeah. I put that down as, on a down payment on the car, and I said, I need the car. So You got the 
the Doodoo Express is what he bought. I did. I got like the smallest, uh, maybe the worst car that they had. Gotta be. But <laughs> Gotta um, be. it gets me back back and forth to work. So that's that's cool. Now we'll never talk about this ever again. Well, I think we still got it. We need to address some more of it. We need to talk more about it. No, we don't. That's it. All right. I just want to say that I was I was going to put up the GoFundMe. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> Thanks. I just don't want you to think it. I mean, I don't want you to think John is some great guy and I'm just like some piece of shit you just step on with your shoe. I don't think you're a piece of shit. Come on. Speaking of piece of shit, when I came home today, I pulled into the garage and I rolled over a bag of shit from where I had picked up the dog shit when I walked him and it mm. popped. Oh, good. <laughs> That's cool. Like I heard an audible pop of the dog shit bag. And then yeah. when I got out, I knew that there was going to be exploded doo all over one of the walls of the garage. But there wasn't. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, just an extremely flat turd in the garage, that's all. That was my dog poop story. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> oh. um, I think that's all we have. Well, now we the mailbag, right? Well, no, this is one I want to address. Okay, what? Captain British notes... On our last episode, would it not make a bit more sense to make video versions of these podcasts if you're going to be playing back trailer footage and the like? And I want to know where the fuck this guy gets off saying we should do video of this. It's insane. Yeah, uh, hey man, this is already like um, a lot of work. So This is like hours and hours go, and hours. I'm going to add more to it. I think we do put up the links though to um, these. Yeah, you, you can do, watch right? the... Yeah, if you're over on the Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash your kick nice. sucks. Nice plug, dude. Ooh, so silky smooth. <laughs> um, you can check out all the links. Uh, that's free content. I'm not charging you guys to view the links. But while you're there, maybe, you know, drop a couple of shekels in the tip jar and uh, yeah, show so, your appreciation for so the Jesse show. So Jesse can be uh, racist on here some more. Because I said shekels? That's what you're... Yeah. I don't know, man. I had nothing. I was trying to turn it into one of the things where we get people mad at you. Um, no one has ever been mad at me, so well, let's just, I'm just going to... It's yeah. a countdown till that happens. I'm going to head that off at the path. <laughs> You're calling me racist. You're doing your Asian eye thing over there, no, and you've got your off, eyes pulled okay. all the way back. That's it. That's it for the mailbag. Thank I'm not you, even going to. I'm not even going to say what you said when you drank that Coke earlier. I'm no. not even going to repeat that, <laughs> because that was vile. Wait, Adam Kozich. We forgot this guy. Oh, our, our, our friend Adam, Adam. I mean Adam K, uh, our friend. A. Kozage. He said, I have a nomination. This was uh, April 20th. Also, he was probably on the devil's lettuce when he sent it in. He said, I have a nomination for the Dookie list, my brother Griffin. He is a fan of the show, but doesn't donate to the Patreon. Wow. Boom. Dookie listed, he said. Griffin Kozage? Griff. Griff. Hey, bud. Um, you're You're almost there. You're gonna. You're, I'm filling out the ticket right now. You're about to take the train ride, Griffin. If uh, Town. If I don't see your name on the Patreon donor list, we're gonna stop doing the show. That's right, and I'm gonna kill Mike. <laughs> Griffin, so, please. Mike's life is in your hands, but uh, Griffin. Um, so make the right decision. And that's it. And that's it for that's where you come in, and that's it for the show. Um, we will see you guys. Next week with even more Kickstarter, unless they stop making Kickstarters. I hope not.
I hope not too, because then we'll be out of a show. All right, see you next week, guys. Mm. Mm.